0: Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Talking About the Big Stuff podcast with Michael Cole and Matthew Cravat. I am Michael Cole. And I am Matthew Cravat. The myth of the nobility of hardship. It's a mouthful, but I like it better than the other mouthful. Um, That's for next week. Yes. Um, The... So the the reason I wanted to to bring this up is because I, I I think that it's something that we especially probably the United States, but again I don't know if, if this is something that we that is celebrated more around the world. But like in maybe it's severe capitalism that is what does it. But um, the idea that we we've we've equated the idea of hardship with creating nobility and i and I want to start off by clarifying like if you were poor and you were poor or you had some kind of hardship in life and you overcame adversity and hardship and made your life better did something good that's great and and you should be proud and there's nothing wrong with that that's not what I'm getting at here what I'm getting at is I think that there is a tendency to think that you can't be Uh, you can't achieve greatness or you can't go forward without that. And,
1: and I can be lazy if I want to. Yeah. Is that the point? No, not at all.
0: I just think like we've, you know, like obviously poor people exist and sometimes poor people get out of poverty or, or, you know, other hardships, uh, whether it's, uh, you know, mental or physical adversity or the racial issues family. You know, like any any there's, there's yeah. all kinds of things that can that can create uh, a harder life for you and if you make it through that and you get to a point where life is good and you're happy with life and you've you know then that is amazing and you should absolutely be proud of that what we should not do is go through life thinking a that that is what makes you good or bad with the fact that you did, you were born into, you know, you did overcome something. But also we should not use that as an excuse to, to allow, you know, allow people, we should not use it an excuse to, to re, uh, reinforce those hardships. Um, one of the things I, I actually took notes, uh for both of these uh topics today um and one of the notes if i can find my trello app is is that you know there's there's this idea of uh there's there's a few things i wanted to talk about with that kind of break off into to explaining what i'm talking about but one is um the idea of like perpetuating hardship so matthew uh you were in a frat um and i don't know what your frat was I um was not in a frat, so I don't care.
1: Fraternity means brotherhood. Um, you wouldn't say, Hey, you were in a bruv. What the hell? You don't abbreviate brotherhood. Hey, bro. We we uh... That's brother, that's a different <laughs> word. Okay. Anyway.
0: Anyway. So I was in fraternity. Being, yes, a fraternity. Oh! And I don't know as a non fraternity person, looking inward, um I or looking not inward, looking At a fraternity, looking at the fraternity structure,
1: I said fraternity several times. Like at at the window with your hands cupped, like Tiny Tim. Please, sir, please, sir, may I have beer from your keg?
0: Yeah, I'm not a beer guy. Um, but when I think about fraternities, and when I think about a lot of of you know just structures that and societies and groups that we have within in our overall society, I think of like the fact that there is an a, you know whether it's hazing or um, the the idea of paying your dues, and and I think that there is some of that that makes paying your dues makes some little ex, little bit of
1: sense to me. But it's fun, it's funny because like first thing I think of when you say fraternity and dues is the fact that we had to pay dues because we had to pay rent on the house and play our chef. Yeah. You know, we actually had dues. <laughs>
0: I mean it in the metaphorical sense. Not yeah, the I, I, I get sense. it.
1: You gotta earn your yeah. way. Yeah. So like in the older days, there was hazing. Hazing became very illegal and very uh, prosecuted so most fraternities phased it out but there was certainly still was an associate member system like when it would have been a pledge became an associate member and yeah. in our fraternity they had to learn we'd say learn your poop but you had to talk to every brother and learn their backstory and get to know everybody you had to get signatures from them that showed that you spent time with them because you didn't just yeah. join the fraternity because you were going to pay dues you had to do something for it so it wasn't push-ups yeah. and 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 going through hell week but it, it was it was definitely earning your place before you were initiated and and that is not
0: a problem the way that I, but i'm I, I think that there's a lot of stuff where we were
1: we as a yeah, and culture... pledging was pledging with hazing was incredibly problematic to your point like that version where you had to pay your yeah. dues that way through skin a pound of flesh to be shakespearean yeah that was horribly and then what was horrible about it is people older brothers who would come back and bitch at us for not doing it. Their defense of it was like, they compare it to the military. And I was like, bro, in the military, they're breaking you down to not see people as humans so that you're willing to kill them. They're breaking you down. So you have no sense of self. So you'll follow orders. Even if it leads you to your death, we're trying to make friends. <laughs> like, that's not what yeah. we should be doing.
0: Yeah. There's yeah. And I think that there is, you know, the, the idea of of people looking at the next generation whether it's in a fraternity or anything else and be like, Oh, you know, they don't have it as hard as I do or, and, and not that we have to get into like a super political side of it, but like I look at the argument that comes up a lot with um, student loans. You know, mm-hmm. the argument that you see all the time is I paid my student loans. Why shouldn't you pay
1: your student yeah. loans? Like that's I, an insult to me. And, and it and comes I look with at that heavy at, dose of not knowing what the current reality was. Like I paid a dollar sure. fifty, why don't you pay the five thousand you're being asked to pay? You know, like they don't. Yeah, see the I agree with that. But, you but I, mean, I agree but both I, ways. I mean, it's a double dose. It's not only the you should suffer like I suffered, but it's not even. Right. It's also not acknowledging that I'm actually asking you to suffer a hundred times worse than I suffered. I'm not even asking you to do what I did. Right, and but on top
0: of that, you get the fact that like when with my my answer to that always is is you know i i have uh family members who've died of cancer and i have family members who've died of uh alzheimer's and if they came up with a cure for cancer or a cure for alzheimer's i wouldn't be like you can't fucking release that to the public because my person died from that i would be like i wish this had been around earlier i wish this had been the solution before and and we look at a lot of Society as like whoa 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 whoa. If it was good enough for them when they had rickets and right. malaria
1: and or I don't I don't know. I'm yeah. naming old timey stuff, but I think if they're rickets. all malaria's burned, not old timey. Malaria still ex- I mean, there's good medicines for malaria. So if you're yeah, traveling yeah. to other you know areas, you can take atovaquone. Um, you could take malarone. There's this But yeah, your point. Those I think, those, I think you like,
0: made that shit up.
1: I, I think worked those for pharma, are fake. I worked for a pharma company, baby. Twenty years yeah. in pharma. I know my drugs. And I was gonna say I have a cute. Pharma story to that point. Glaxo GlaxoSmithKline uh, invented a drug called Zofran, ondansetron hydrochloride. And there are a lot of drugs like it now, but they, it was the first in its class. And what it was, was a really powerful, uh, what it is, is a really powerful anti-emetic. In other words, it stops you from being nauseous and throwing up. And it was intended originally for post-operative nausea and vomiting from the anesthesia, but mostly for chemo and radiation therapy. And the there, there story went around about like a sales rep who's visiting a cancer ward and one of the older nurses bitched to him that, oh, you're drug, man. The young nurses don't know how good they have it. Because when I was a young nurse, this word was just vomit wall to wall. Everybody had a pail next to them. They were throwing up all the time. And now it's a rare occasion that someone throws up because everybody gets so friend. And, yeah. you know, and it was but it was like almost wistful to they should go through what I went. They should have to go through it like I went through it. Yeah. And there's an incrementalness to that where nobody
0: would say, oh, they don't have to live with the black plague anymore. Like, we don't have the plague, you know, like, because but there's people do because... say
1: that today, though. You know, pe- people who are who like to call I'm them the
0: right, the right circles,
1: but people who are anti vax want their kids to get the measles yeah. because they don't well, know how bad it can be. They only know the cartoon version. You get some scratches sure. and and it's because, like the Black P- Plague, it's not around them to see what it's like to right. have it, so they think that kids they should go through it. You know, and it's, yeah. and it's a lot of survivor fallacy. They're like, "Oh, like kids might, when I was a kid, people had it, and we're all fine." No, some people died. You're just not counting them because they're not around anymore to tell their story.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say that. That's what I meant by incremental. Like, that's it's within the. The you know there there it's within the the amount of time where there are people who lived through it, and so like whereas like black plague is so long ago, and and I think that like if we all Such of a sudden racist. cured, isn't it called the black plague? I know it was the plague, but like it was tri- technically... it's not racist.
1: <laughs> where, where oh you mean the, the bubonic plague? plague? I thought you were being metaphoric. I'm sorry. Isn't that what it's
0: called, you know, bubonic? Yes. But isn't wasn't it called the black plague? In yes, a lot of...
1: it was. I'm just being and it wasn't a racial thing anyway you get i think black dots on your skin like you break out in like fresh.
0: hey i just realized that since we've been this is week three live streaming and uh we i don't know if i've done it or not but the so anyway just came back because i was like all right let's move the fuck on i'm gonna uh, edit this i don't know if i want to edit it i'm just you're you're just ribbing me too quickly
1: um for, it's for yeah. her greater
0: pleasure yeah um okay so i have that um on there as far as as the the, the perpetuating hardship um
1: the other I thing think, i want to talk about oh, go ahead, go ahead. So, you, know, you 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 had something no you, just you, say, i'm I think, gonna switch i think it also play i was switching a little bit i'm evolving i'm, I'm, I'm sure i think it also plays into the myth of the meritocracy yeah you know, there's a an aspect of that of like the nobility of well if you go through yeah. this It's better. And it kind of implies that someone, you know, should be able to, that you should be able to work hard and overcome your obstacles. And if you don't, that's on you rather than the fact that there are too many hardships to get through. Sure. And I agree with that. And I think
0: and, um, you know, at least the two of us, I don't know about Alex, but the two of us are are both uh, atheists. And so he's our mystery uh, producer who we can hear. He's the voice in our head, our collective head that isn't in uh, in the audience's head. Um, I was going to say it was three weeks about, ago, so you know. Yeah, as atheists, I think that we understand too, like that concept on a. It's it's very the 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 myth of meritocracy is very similar to, to the concept of if you. Aren't, if God's not giving you what you need, it's because you didn't pray hard enough, or you didn't pray correctly, or I think those things, while they're they're separate, but they're parallel.
1: Um, but that's kind of a Christian thing. Maybe can't we you know, atheists really good. like Jewish doesn't have sure, that. Sure. Like like that's not a, that's not a, that wouldn't be a Jewish storyline because the Jewish expression is the sun shines as brightly for the wicked as for the virtuous. I mean, because they don't attach the same thing. It's a gotcha. Okay, well, yeah, but, but, I, but I get, you, but I get your point. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, I get your point. That's um, just one of my pet peeves so, recently is people, uh, you know, in even atheist circles, the default is describing Christian things and, and then comparing it to atheism. Like, you know, you're only really an atheist because you like to sleep in on Sunday. No, I like to sleep in on Saturday. What are you talking about? I slept in on Sunday anyway. Like, that people just forget yeah. that not everyone came from the same background. Yeah. Okay.
0: I agree with saying,
1: you. I'm just saying, I'm not picking a fight, I'm not poking at you poking at you poking at you just saying all right
0: that was for alex yeah so alex anyway po- uh, he poking at you yeah so the thing that i was going to switch gears a little bit was uh talking about pulling up the ladder behind us um which i think is something that we're constantly seeing um especially in the political sense and maybe maybe it's more uh anecdotal and not as as uh statistically backed up but we see things where you know you know, Caitlyn Jenner, it, it, she got what she needed as far as medical help and all the other stuff and then she's pretty much like kind of anti-trans I'm not, or yeah, she,
1: well I mean she's a Republican. And I think that's part of being a Republican is not identifying with any group that you're in and only caring about yourself. So, you know, the fact that she's trans doesn't mean she cares about trans people. Like log cabin Republicans don't care about gay gay rights because they're they've got what they want, they don't care. And um you know, Mark Robinson yeah. running for governor of North Carolina is black and he says, I don't consider myself African American. They're whiners because he's got what he wants and as a Republican he only cares about himself and maybe his immediate family, but they never associate with anything more than that. Maybe the millionaire right. class, but that's it. Okay. But yeah, but I get but there are definitely is and there's that also just for people, you know, especially here in North Carolina where we're in towns that are rapidly growing. You know, I've lived in my town for 21, almost 22 years now, I guess. And it was like 35,000 people when I got here. There's 70,000 now. And people are complaining that it's growing too fast. But half those people complaining got here after me. So they're part of the growth. But everyone's like, I moved here. Growth should stop now. Now that I'm here, yeah. stop growing. Yep.
0: Yeah. Or and And, and I wonder if you know obviously in a we're in a very transplant heavy area of the country where a lot of those transplants are american citizens so it's a different thing than immigration to some extent but immigration is 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 an issue where i think every every group thinks that they're the ones who did it right and like oh now they're doing it wrong you know like sure, it,
1: my grandparents emig- yeah, immigrated yeah. but we're americans now so they should stop immigration right. now now that my now that my family's here and i don't know that it's that they should stop
0: but like everyone like well my, when my parents came here when my grandparents came here it was this and and now you know they're just letting people in and like which i mean which is the opposite of hey, the truth because
1: little... when my grandparents came there were no limits yeah <laughs> like the laws well, when, that let that people in are relatively recent laws that used to be actually open borders there was processing yeah. but that but it wasn't closed borders really
0: yeah and when when you when you know if you look back 130 years or so there's the no irish irish not need not apply signs and yeah. like but the, and they the, were
1: not the first immigration law was against Chinese it was a the Chinese act it was a China act something like that but it was an act where Chinese people weren't allowed to come to America that was the first immigration law and it was 100% racist. Yeah, the Irish did yeah. not apply it was more like just discrimination against Irish after they were here you can't have a job.
0: Right, right, but that's what yeah, I'm saying yeah, yeah. is like we've always had that and but then there's always that wistfulness for like the, you know, well, my family came here and they applied for the the permits correctly, and they were they were um, you know uh, sponsored no, by somebody. There and... were
1: no laws, and my family came here, so they didn't break any laws. Now there's laws; no one should come here anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But and... it, 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 the Irish thing reminds me of one of my favorite things of the modern generation watching old comedy. If you watch uh, *Blazing Saddles*, when they ask to let the railroad workers who are blacks mexicans chinese and irish settle in the town and have farmland and have town. they're like okay everyone except for the irish and and today's viewer would not get why the irish were the ones called out in those groups as the ones they don't want living in their town yeah but we all Um, we we know why
0: i don't i i'm from from uh massachusetts so i actually don't get the anti irish uh sentiment um uh, i'm part irish and but i don't uh you know I genuinely don't even know what that was about like I think that everyone and, th- frankly i
1: don't either I, I assume it's just a remnant from English, the English don't like you know discriminate against the Irish, and we just inherited it along with every other bit of our culture Okay, hmm. yeah, fair like they were working class immigrants, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all right.
0: Um, so then oh, we're 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 um. We're running through my bullet points. We I only have one bullet point left. <laughs> uh, so are you are you are you familiar with the concept of perseverance porn?
1: Um, I'm I'm familiar with some types of porn. And uh, and I think it's probably related to one of them. I know there's the porn of like the uh the feel-good story that's actually a story of it's, people who are horribly in a bad position and one person's nice to them and we're supposed to be happy about that so i assume it's yes. related it's it's
0: it's similar perseverance porn i i would kind of say it goes into the same category which is we have fetishized these videos as feel-good stories of like little timmy's mom has you know Whatever disease that's most likely going to kill her and unless she can get a hundred thousand dollars together to pay for the treatments, so Timmy started a uh lemonade stand and he's already made over three hundred dollars and then like they show that like it's some amazing video and it's like the
1: system is failing, and he can't afford lunch at school so but he we found a way for him to raise some money now he can yeah. eat some crackers, yeah, and it's
0: like the you know and and that's the idea of of you know, we look at, and I I'm guilty of it. I watch, I mean, I try not to watch stuff. Right. No, I watch, um, I, I watch, you know, i watch certain videos and I think there's certain ones that are obviously actually genuinely heart warming, but I think that mixed in with that and the thing that becomes very common is we see these, uh, these videos of, like I said, the, the, the kid with, you know, the kid whose parent is sick and they're doing a lemonade stand or, um, Oh my my uh my you know car broke down yeah, so the, I did the, the you janitor
1: know. to the school who they find out walks 3 miles to the school every day and the town comes together and raises the money to buy him an old used car so he can drive to work. Yeah and I get yeah, inter- it of- definitely it's a, it's a heartwarming story and it's a wonderful story but it's predicated on late stage capitalism is a failure.
0: Mhm. Yeah. All
1: right. Again, we've run through another
0: project, uh, bullet point.
1: I'll say something I can um, argue
0: with. I'm just so right. A lovely drink
1: when... from my cravat attack cooler.
0: Oh, so speaking of cravat attack, uh, which is no longer is defunct now, but um, yes. Brooklyn Brothers, I was. Uh, I saw Brooklyn some brothers some
1: food review. I just make sure the whole name's there because there's brothers other Brooklyn Brothers YouTube channels. You know, there's other yeah, guys yeah. who are brothers. I wouldn't
0: want to call a fraternity a frat, um, right? <laughs> Brooklyn. I was I was I saw that you and your brother got uh, wings from Apex Wings the other day. I was like, oh, that is what I want for dinner. <laughs> and so, uh, so we, I think we're getting that for dinner tonight. Um, so, uh, I don't know. I
1: haven't talked to her about it actually, but. Um, it's funny because I just yeah. watched – have you ever watched Tasting History on YouTube with Max Miller? So he's no. like a food historian. So he did like the history of wings. And he's like, yeah, everyone says 1964, Anchor Bar Buffalo. There's, there's holes in that story, but everyone says that. And that yeah. is true for the buffalo wing, Frank's with butter on a, on a fried wing. But wings with spicy sauces go back 100 years further than that. So he made like yeah. an 1800s wing called the Devil's Wing. Uh, said so like, yeah. And the term devil was, just, he said, commonly used then for anything you spiced up, like called, spicing it was made it called deviled. And it was basically oh, take nice. any cut of meat, but wings or one of those, like anything like bone with meat on it left over from the night before. Here's a way to plus it up. You know, it was like make a little mixture of mustard and spices and cayenne and broil it so that you, you make a wing. So it, what he made looked really tasty. I want to make it.
0: Yeah, that sounds good. I would I would watch that video. I've been to Anchor Bar with Adam, um, my my Best our friend. business partner, and my yeah, he's so much better than me.
1: <sighs> Adam, one day I'll be he's like not,
0: Adam. I was going to say our business partner. I wasn't going <laughs> to.
1: I just want to make him feel oh, good. Oh. I want to make him know that he's yeah. number one.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. It, that that's really nice of you to assume that he's listening to this episode (laughs) (laughs) he's not watching live and i guarantee like he's not listening but um hopefully we're gonna have him on in two weeks but
1: when i get back from spain
0: the reason we're recording a
1: double episode today everyone is i'm going to spain for a week yep to barcelona barcelona which is the, you know, business trips are the best way to travel because I'll get to go out maybe for an hour or two in the four days I'm there. You know, I'll see the airport. that will be great. I'll see a hotel and a bunch of rooms within the hotel where I'll be working. And Then um, we'll go out to what maybe two restaurants during the week. What a hardship. I don't know if it's worth the trade, all the travel to go to two restaurants in, in Spain. And know I'm surrounded by Spain, but I'm not able to see it because I'm working the whole time. Yeah. But on the um, good side, because I know someone who will be listening, our dear friend Remy, who listens to all our episodes, who's a friend of ours who lives in France, he'll, I'll be seeing Remy next week. So we will be together. Nice. And we will talk about getting him on the podcast as a guest.
0: Yes, absolutely. Uh, we'll have to figure out the schedule a little bit. But,
1: Maybe we'll talk yeah, about how but, Americans are viewed by the French.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm fine with that. Uh I was going to say you go into to Spain that's it's kind of something that I think is an interesting part of the maybe this isn't related at all but um the idea of constantly like feeling the need to to like undercut people uh you know like when they're like oh you know you're joking that you're not going to or not joking but you're joke complaining that you're not going to get to 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 see Spain properly and the idea of it being like a, um, you know, first world problem or whatever—it's—it's it's like a way of undercutting and and ultimately, like we should strive to so that people are all people are getting first world problems instead yeah. of third world problems, and you know,
1: but at least meet the middle have that, some second world problems together.
0: Yeah, and 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 I remember my my ex girlfriend went to. She went to Poland and Germany when we were dating and, um, and she saw Auschwitz and she saw a bunch of other um, stuff from world war two. And I remember her coming back and being like, we're so spoiled. And I'm like, I don't think the fact that we didn't live through the Holocaust makes us spoiled. And I think that that is kind of another side effect of this hardship mentality that we have is like oh uh life is you know the fact that we have clean water and the fact that we don't die of dysentery at you know the age of 12 and all those things is is you know thrown in in our faces as 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 being spoiled and i think that that's a sign like oh no no no. those people don't have enough it's and i'm not saying that obviously there's ways in which i could absolutely you can make a really good argument that i am spoiled but like to to negate real problems by saying that these problems are worse is, which you know those problems are bad obviously but like you know what i'm saying that's that's it's part of this perpetuating hardship mentality that we have i think not you and i but we as a society have kind of just accepted and
1: and yeah yeah, it's kind of like the the hedonic treadmill, which I was rep- rapidly Googling because I couldn't remember the word. But it's like that no matter what your ups and downs are, whether they're the Holocaust or their first world problems today, your baseline happiness ends up being the same. Like you end up being just as happy and just as sad, you know, regardless. That's why, like, yeah. you know, people take their lives who are rich and famous cuz they have just a different set of problems and you imagine if i was rich and famous i wouldn't have any problems but you just have a different set of problems yeah. and your eternal level of happiness doesn't change from it regardless of yeah. mental health issues i mean but i'm just saying like you know how happy you yeah. are in your life you think if i had this i'd be happy and then you get this and you're happy for a while but then that becomes normal it becomes a new baseline yeah. and you're still happy not happy i think
0: that yeah, I've never thought of that that way. I've thought about it more in the term in terms of money where if you make $50,000 a year, you live at $50,000 yeah. a year and then you You'll get $200,000 a you have year what you want. <laughs> and then you just start adjusting to that life and that becomes, you know, you're making 200,000 and you're you're living as
1: within within your means per per per, per, per Everyone lives like I mean like the eighty percent mark of your means, and regardless of what your means are, and you yeah. think, like, no, I'm not rich. The person who makes fifty thousand more than me and lives eighty percent of their means, they're the rich one, regardless of where you are.
0: But it always looks until like so you,
1: yeah. you get to a certain level, and then it's a real drop off. Like,
0: yeah. oh, I made a billion dollars last year, and I spent one hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> I didn't
1: spend so. any money. I made my corporation spend all the money. I don't spend anything. Yeah. 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 But I always found funny is, you know, my wife worked in sales training at a company once. So she was surrounded by people who came from sales and they were all like very much, you know, capitalist, capitalist. You should work your, you know, I make my own money. I make my own way. Very, you know, conservative financially. But as a department, they were like, we need to all pull together. We all need to work together. Like they were communists for how they did their work. as a team because they needed team support but then when they said what do you think the world should be oh pure capitalism like but that's not how you act here like we're not all out for ourselves it's all like they'll say it i remember one time hearing someone say i hate to quote hillary clinton but it takes a village i'm like do you hear yourself you're saying she's right but you're still against her politically even though you know she's right because you're saying it here at work you just don't like to expand that to a bigger world yeah that would get you out of that hardship and get you into this nobility place, and you don't think that's the right path to it, right? Yeah,
0: it's way to bring, bring it back. back. That was good, yeah, yeah. You're no, you're no mookie, mookie to the mookie I know mookie. It was nobody's art, it was mookie. artful, only mookie it was artful. is artful. Um, yeah, so do you, do you have any other you know bullet points or topics or sub you know pieces in in here that you want to talk about yeah. with us?
1: No, just just to reiterate the, the meritocracy thing, I think is I think is where it's weaponized a lot because it, it gives you yeah. the ability to say if someone doesn't make it, it's their fault, like they're not yeah. noble because they didn't make it out. And I, I where I hate seeing it, I mean, I hate it everywhere, I hate that it exists. But where like pet peeves me is watching um, somebody who has become famous for an art form, whether it's comedy or music or painting, that uh, happens less often because we don't. Value that enough in our culture to become famous that way, um, but you know they're on their talk show, and they say, "Well, what was your secret?" And they go, "Well, I just made the art that spoke to me. You know, I just faithful to me. Let your true self show and do what you think is right, and eventually the audience will find you and you'll be successful." And I'm always like, you know, 10,000 people do that a year. You're the one person who is successful. That doesn't usually work. And thinking that yeah. it works for everyone because it worked for you, and then it becomes a thing like you are the one who worked hard and made it out of you know obscurity and became famous. And anyone who hasn't become famous, they're obviously not doing it right. It's their fault, as opposed to you got lucky. You know what you like no. happens to be what a million other people liked. You know it's not yeah. yeah like you may not have tried to to pander, but just you know Taylor Swift, what she likes, most Americans like, so she's famous, and that's great. But it's not yeah. because. You know, it doesn't mean that everybody who does what they like is going to be as popular as her. That's just not the way it works. She just happens yeah. to be a musical genius, so if she if she gets she gets to make more money than us.
0: Yeah, I I, I definitely uh, you know when we went and saw Aaron speak um, uh, at the about being luck pilled. I think that there is there is such a, a resistance to the idea of luck pill pilling because everyone wants to think that they've earned what they've got. The good stuff that they've got in life, and and when we look at, you know, it, it kind of perpetuates, you know, a it, it perpetuates meritocracy. Everyone wants to think that they've that they've got that, but also, when you're when you're unable to see the luck in it, you, you know, you in order to defend that mentality, you have to, you have to kind of be like, oh no no no, no. I got this
1: because I did right. And if you're not getting this, you must not be doing uh, it right. I chose genetically to be smart. and I chose genetically to have drive. And I chose for the things to happen to me in my childhood that made me have the personality that I have. That's all on yeah. me. None of that was luck.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think of, like, go back to Taylor Swift for a second. Uh, Taylor She's Swift. She's
1: got a new album coming
0: know, out. She's got a new she... album coming out. Sorry. So, you know, let's, let's, assume, let's just assume that we agree on the level of talent and everything else. I, I think she's talented. Um there's an amazing amount of luck in the fact that not only that did she had the good had all the, the tastes and everything else was was good because there's some very talented people who their music's weird or or whatever. But also with Taylor, she was born in a time where recording devices are available. Women are allowed to to you know, to, to express themselves fairly freely. Like there's so many
1: pieces where music, distribution somebody is somebody, a way that young people can get it without asking their parents for $10 to buy an album. Yeah. yeah. Somebody with the exact same set of
0: talents and genetics and everything else could have been born 400 years ago. And I mean, I know that there was like operas and there were, there was music and shit, but like, you and know, they, Burnham
1: wasn't putting himself on YouTube if he was born in the seventies. Yeah. Yeah,
0: exactly, and and
1: uh, and he deserves all the all the all the all the success he's got. I think he's brilliant, but like the path he got there didn't exist right until the time that he was using it.
0: Right, so there's a certain amount yeah. of luck
1: of, yeah. You
0: know. And I think we need to like recognize. And so I, 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 you said you know Taylor's talented and Bo's talented, and I think that those are, you know, like when I was saying at the beginning of the of this episode about if you made it, if you made it out of adversity whether that is you know you're a nerdy kid in you know wherever bo burnham's from and you make it out or whatever that case is and i know that that you know it's different for everybody if you make it out of that there i don't want to take anything away from you but and that's part of where i think we need to you know this is kind right. of i just
1: situation. don't want to slam people who haven't made it yeah. just because they didn't get the right combination of things like, I, I guess I think like when you're on someone's on LinkedIn and they go, I'm so happy to announce I got this new job. People said, great for you. You earned it. In a way, you're saying everyone who got turned down didn't earn it. And yes. that's not accurate. You know, some of them like, you know, totally should have earned it, except that, you know, the person there's one has one thing better or different that made them choose them or they flipped a coin. Like, you don't know what it is, but saying someone earned what they got implies that everybody who didn't get it didn't earn it. Right. And and that's uh maybe not the best way to look at it. That's You
0: just like reminded they're, me
1: They're lucky to have you. That's good. That's not slamming anybody else. They would have been lucky to have them too.
0: Yeah. You just reminded me of a topic that I wanted to add to the topics list uh um pos- toxic positivity. Uh cuz I've I've been spending more time on LinkedIn I don't for I know work. If I can
1: say that topic out loud. Toxic
0: positivity.
1: Toxic positivity. positivity. Potatoes? No, I
0: don't. No. Yeah, I'm doing a lot of LinkedIn stuff for work, and I and I and when you scroll through LinkedIn, it is, it is like the opposite cesspool of the rest of the internet. Whereas the rest of the internet is like you're a you're a fucking blah blah blah, and on on um now our part of the internet is that because you just said it. Yeah, on LinkedIn though, it's just like rise and grind, and I'm like, oh, I hate this. I hate this so much. I don't know. So anyway, I want to do that as a topic, but all right. We've been recording for 42 minutes. Uh, What time do you have to go to pick up?
1: Uh, Oh, not, she gets off work at eight. So, okay. Um,
0: trying to think. I don't know if we should stall till, till, till you have to go, or if we should try to like.
1: End this stream and start a new stream at 815.
0: Yeah. That's a good. Idea. Well, I don't want to go get eat, eat too late, though. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I don't know if Sarah's ordered the food or what we're doing. I'll text her.
1: Um, well, Apex Wings. Apex. Everybody else, go check out Brooklyn Brothers Food Review review of Apex Wings in Apex, North yeah. Carolina.
0: While we're yeah. figuring out I'll, if that's what he's going to eat. Yeah. Also, um, Sarah was telling. Sarah texted me today at work, and she was like, "What is Matthew's?" Uh, youtube channel for his cooking channel uh, and i was like oh it's uh, ck's kitchen and i found it and sent it because unfortunately there's like a decent amount of ck's kitchens yes, you gotta like to you to throw like another word in there
1: that we can well that's add. why it's ck's kitchen channel it's specifically oh, i always okay. say ck's kitchen channel is what, he, what i say because that's the name of the channel and that's what will find it having the word channel. yeah
0: she was recommending it to a friend uh at why work, why would then, anyone do that well, she said that she likes uh, she likes cooking channels and stuff, and, and then Sarah was like, "I would have I would have recommended the podcast, but she's very Christian." And I was like, "Yeah, probably not a good idea to be recommending this podcast to your coworkers. <laughs> My husband does this podcast,
1: <laughs> so next week's episode is about how I like it in the ass. No, I don't like it in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> for
0: the list for the the people for those of you playing on the at home stream right now, uh Alex just said that he was clipping, so Alex can make clips of stuff, and he's going to clip uh Matthew saying that he likes.
1: Yeah, it that's going to be Alex's ringtone. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. Um, why don't we? Uh, since we're we are making a, a recording right now. Um, still, you know, not just the live stream, but all. So, if you're watching live right now, whether it's on Facebook or it's on. YouTube, please subscribe to subscribe or like that channel that you're on. If, uh, also likes are helpful if you want to give us any likes. I can see that we've got uh, zero likes on Facebook. Um, on uh, YouTube, we've got three views. I don't know if I'm not one of them. So, um, are we still going live on? Facebook. It looks like frozen on my screen, whatever. Um, anyway, uh, if you're listening to this, uh, pre-recorded, um, please go onto your, uh, podcast app of choice and give us a like or a thumbs up or whatever, you know, whatever five stars, whatever your options are. You can also subscribe or follow whatever. If you want to, support us monetarily on apple you can also subscribe for a dollar and that gets you the episodes a uh, four days early and um if w- at some
1: point when we start ad- getting
0: ads uh, you will get the ad free version
1: go ahead and subscribe on apple and the more people that subscribe the faster we'll get ads and then it'll be a benefit to, you to be subscribed
0: <laughs> yeah yeah um if you're watching on U- or youtube not on live stream, but you're just watching on YouTube in general. Go uh, you know, please like and subscribe there. Uh ring the bell. We will be doing live streams on this channel. So if you are around on Tuesday nights typically uh at six thirty Eastern Standard, that that's when we'll be uh we'll be live streaming. That's when we spent
1: about five minutes screaming and yelling and cursing that the stream isn't working. And then about six thirty five we start the podcast.
0: Honestly, everybody thinks that that's me upset, and I was not that upset last week.
1: I did not apply emotion to it. I Just stated the fact uh, that I was
0: screaming and yelling and cursing. Yeah, well, anyway.
1: But if you're listening yeah. to this on any other podcast player, go ahead and follow or subscribe. However that podcast player works, yep. give it a thumbs up or a like or a rating, however that podcast player works. Um, and you know, if you want some of that sweet, sweet bonus content and that early release, you don't have to be on Apple. You can go to patreon.com backslash talking about the big stuff. You can do the $1 option and get the feed early. You can do a $3 option where you get the uh, feed early with, um, more goodies in it, like we added some stuff out for the dollar version that's a little bit uh racier that we don't want our you know coworkers to hear gotta pay money to hear what we're really thinking, and you know what if you do a ten dollar option, you will get shit that I wouldn't say to Mike while having sex with him like that, like that statement that'll be in the ten dollar one,
0: yeah, I don't know we'll, we'll see it depends on what I feel like when I'm editing all right, um Matthew,' did you like get any last. You got any last words on this particular topic?
1: Um, Just want to thank everyone for being with us to talk about the big stuff. I know it's not easy for you to be here, but you were here, and you are noble for it.
0: The preceding podcast has been a Chocolate Diamond Media LLC production. Copyright 2023. All rights reserved.